Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 67 of the Sports Run-On Podcast. We're starting this podcast by talking about a sport that we don't really, we, we cover, I think we've covered maybe before in the podcast, I don't know for a fact, but that we don't really cover a lot on this podcast and have it up to this point, and that is um, international soccer. But there was an absolutely huge thing that happened in international soccer as... If you didn't know, uh, Messi, who is a very, uh, Lionel Messi, who is a, a huge, um, sorry for mispronouncing that, but um, just Messi, it goes by Messi, him and Ronaldo are the two biggest, um, they're absolutely huge um, people in the international soccer, like, in the international soccer, um, like, world, like the um, circle, which is the international circle. So whenever Messi decided to um, leave, um, Whenever Messi decided to leave Barcelona and end up playing for PSG, or um, Paris Saint Germain, which I'm gonna make sure I pronounce that right. Um, whenever he decided to real to leave to go play for PSG, it was absolutely it was absolutely shocking because um, just a little bit ago, twelve hours ago. They, um, he ended up having his, or it was like just yesterday and then just going into today, he, um, he has first conference and he won, he was at Paris for the first time coming over from Barcelona. So whenever you see anything having to do with him and him and Ronaldo, you already know that it's going to be huge just because of the fact of how, how influential he is on him and Ronaldo are on the space that is professional soccer. They've been so influential throughout the years on like getting people into the sport and just them being known because no matter what, like I've, I've actually talked about this, it was a good amount of podcasts ago, but I talked about uh, different people. I remember Shoei Itani at, or, um, for the MLB. And I was just talking about how everybody, how all these sports have different faces, and depending on who these the sports and like not really nominate, but like whoever comes out as the face of these sports, it says a lot for the sport that they're representing because it says a lot about the sport for who they're going to put out in front of everybody as kind of like the face of the sport. It's interesting for soccer because on the international stage, as I said, there's two of them. There's Ronaldo and there's um, Messi. So whenever you saw Messi leave from um, uh, Barcelona to go to um, PSG. It was kind of crazy to see him go from go make make that big switch after the big thing for him was he um he very he's had a very storied career over the time that he's played for the Argentina national team and played for Barcelona. So he he's he like he's done so much. He's won them so many championships, club champ. Like he's won like all the championships that you could possibly win. And just like different things you could win for a, for um, Barcelona, Messi was already able to do it. So like it's crazy to see him that. So it was just made it was crazy to see him come over. Is what I'm trying to say. It was crazy to see someone that has been has such a storied career over throughout throughout his entire career at one place. And this is no matter what sport. Like and I that I want to reiterate like like this doesn't matter what sport it is. This doesn't matter. Like this is the same way that people felt. Whenever, for another example, whenever LeBron left um, Miami, like, like it was, it was just crazy. Like whenever he, whenever he's been bouncing around, or whenever Kevin Durant 
what left Oklahoma City Thunder, like, to, to join Gordon State. Like, it's just crazy whenever these guys bounce around because a lot of these guys, the reason they're good is because they've had stories careered, storied careers with the specific club. And, and soccer is even bigger because these clubs are so known because it's on a world stage and the NBA is just a national thing. Like, this is the world stage that Messi is known on. So to see him go make this big of a switch was just, I feel like for a lot of people that, I mean, people people grew up watching Messi. Like, the, he was the, the face of soccer for a long time, him and Ronaldo. So seeing seeing him go over is just um, crazy. It, it's just crazy to see him make that kind of move. The, in fact, Messi had already reached an agreement to extend his contract with Barcelona. Source told ESPN in July that a five-year deal that had agreed with Messi accepting a 50% pay cut. This was so, so that he could earn more in the final year of his deal than the first. He did this on purpose to set this up in his deal. But a lot of people think it's crazy. So they had him up for a, for a 50% decrease of his contract, and they still could make some kind of contract work. Like, everybody was like, oh, of course. Like, if he's going to take that, if he's going to take a half cut or set it up the way he is, that should make sense for him to stay with the club, right? Like, that makes sense. Whenever people take pay cuts, it's usually to stay with the club, even if it is like to balance out your contract like or like have your contract balanced a certain way it's it's usually means that they're going to stay with that club because that usually has something to do with the with like it just has something to do with money and the money the money that the club has for other players in some cases and then just in just the money that they have to use on certain aspects that they wouldn't be paying his contract and he's taking a cut because the money because some of the player, some of the points these players are at, the money doesn't matter anymore. So they'd rather take a pay cut, as you've seen Tom Brady in the in the NFL, for example. You've seen Tom Brady and Drew Brees do, and many other Peyton Manning, just many other quarterbacks have taken pay cuts, help to help their team. So with seeing him take this pay cut, and so not being able to work out something with Barcelona is just absolutely crazy to see something like that happen to somebody as big as, as somebody who is as big as Messi. For the second topic, we're going to bounce over to the NBA, and we're going to talk about Russell Westbrook as he has now started, um, he's now with the LA Lakers. Obviously, if you didn't know, he is he has um, gone to the LA Lakers. He and Carmel Anthony have gone both gone to the Lakers so to be able to try to go for a ring with LeBron. Some people are happy about this. Some people aren't. A lot of people aren't because of the fact that they think Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony, especially because with his one-year deal, is just ring chasing at this point. And, and that doesn't make a lot of people happy because if you didn't know, ring chasing is the first step to making a super team. And obviously, make if you don't know what a super team is, it's just a bunch of players that are all on one team. Instead of evening it out to make it more of an even conference, you put like four or five stars on the same team, which just stacks one team. So going into season, there's no real question about who's going to win the title. I mean, no matter what, it's going to be a question, but it's it's a pretty safe bet. Like, I mean, obviously that doesn't always work. A lot of people thought Brooklyn Nets were a super team, and they ended up not, not winning the title the year that people thought they were a super team. So again, it's not always true, but just seeing Westbrook and also has a lot of LA LA. I need to say it also has a lot of LA Lakers fans very scared. Actually, a lot of people are like, why are they scared? Like they should be happy. Russell Westbrook, he's a walking triple double. Like he is there. Like the, him and LeBron, they should click, right? Like this is gonna be great. Not exactly. I mean, because like yeah, some people are like yeah, Russell Westbrook, it's gonna click. Like yeah. And then there are other people who are going to be like, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it could click. But also in the other and and another way to look at this is it could probably be the worst thing that could happen to them. Him and um 
Well, him in general, I, I was going to say Carmelo, but he's not really the same issue. He, he could be one of the worst things that could happen to this Lakers roster. Not because of how he, well, in some cases because of how he plays. But a lot of people with um, Russell Westbrook will keep asking the question, you're a walking triple-double. You're, a, you're a, in a lot of cases, a great leader. Why do your teams not win? Why do your teams not get past the first or second round of the playoffs? Like, why are you not winning? Why have you not won more championships? You've been on a team with with Kevin Durant before. You've been on a team with Kevin Durant and James Harden at the same time before. Now, and now, if you didn't know, that was in his Oklahoma City days at the beginning of his career. Like, And this was before all the other teams such as like the Wizards and just like others have happened. That is an old team. I just pointed out the oldest so, team so, And it's crazy just to see now. I just think it's going to be interesting for um, the Lakers now because Russell Westbrook and a lot of people don't like him because of, his, of, him, of this him-first mentality. And they've asked him before in his press conferences talking about, like, how is it going to feel going to a team and not being the primary scoring option? Having people like LeBron and Anthony Davis being the primary scoring option, like, is it going to be more relaxing or, or is it going to—a lot of people think it's going to cause dysfunction. Just based on the fact that Russell Westbrook is so used to being number one. He's always been number one. He's wanted to be number one. He stayed on Oklahoma City longer. A lot of people then, and a lot of people said he should just, for the fact, a lot say so he could be number one. He'll he's the guy that we that uh, everybody knows in pro sports that would do anything to be number one. Like there's there's one of them in all sports. Like it just depends. I'm not really. I mean, I can mention a few, maybe not, because then obviously it just depends on who you ask. Like there there are people that they just want to win. It doesn't matter what the what like what it takes. They just want to win, and they want to win with a specific team. What's a specific team? Ironically, one of them before the trade was I. Uh, that comes to mind is Matthew Stafford. He didn't want to lead the Lions even after they had some pretty bad teams. He wanted to stay on it and win with the Lions. Like there are some people that they. It doesn't matter how bad your team is or that they they want to be number one. Like they they have to be number one. They have to be the first scoring option or they don't want to be on that team. They're not. They're they're not coming to the NBA and playing with the best of the best to be a second option. Like they don't want to be a second scoring option. They don't they want to have the ball in their hand. And basketball is especially like that. And obviously football is a little bit different because one person has the one per the quarterback touches the ball every game. Like the basketball is a little bit different because there's five guys in offense and only one ball to go around, which is what a lot of people think was the issue was with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. He they think that Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal that their biggest issue was that Westbrook wasn't he was too. He tried to be the number one option to the point that they that Bradley Beal, who was an all star in himself, didn't get to didn't get the recognition that he deserved because he was stuck with Russell Westbrook trying to play trying to be the superhero of his own story for the entire time. In my personal opinion, for if you're wondering what my personal opinion is on this topic, I think that they're gonna play well together. Do I think they? I think Russell Westbrook. I'm like, man, this is this is gonna be a runaway title. Now I don't think Russell. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if Russell Westbrook's that good to make this Lakers team a runaway title team. Do I think he's good? Yeah. Think he's an All Star? Yeah. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No. I don't think Russell Westbrook's a Hall of Famer. Do I think there's a chance if he wins a title, he might be. Yeah, but Russell Westbrook, I think just like Chris Paul, this is my personal opinion. I think that Russell Westbrook has won a title to be in the in the NBA Hall of Fame. That's just my opinion. I think Carmelo Anthony's the same way. I think they're great players, but I think they're that they're if if they don't win a title, they're going to be on that list with Allen Iverson of, the, of or of like some of the best players ever to not win a title. Russell Westbrook's already on that list. I mean, I, Iverson's obviously a little different, but I mean, just there's always like Westbrook's just going to Westbrook, and that's the sad part about. And I've I, I don't know if I talked about this before, but if I have, I'm going to make a note to talk about it now. Like, 
these players like obviously like like love them or hate them like oh no matter what if you play there you your goal is to play there for a long time and get into the hall of fame like that that's your goal your goal is to be in the hall of fame no matter what sport nba nhl um nh nba nhl mlb nba and nfl there's the, the four main ones so like the, those 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 sports you're like I want a lengthy career, and I want to make sure I'm in the in in the um, Hall of Fame. Just as I talked about, we had our uh, Hall of Fame game where we had people like Troy Polamalu and Megatron going in, Peyton Manning. Like we had these guys. Like the, the in the NFL, it's being in Canton, and it's just like it's everybody wants to be in these. Um, they want to be in the Hall of Fame. And the difference maker of how they let people in and not let people in, which people have been wondering for years now, is a title. Like these these ti- this title is like such a make or break thing for these players because like as badly as they want to say, Oh, I had a great career, like I had a great career, I had all these scoring numbers, like this was great. You didn't win the big one. You didn't win you didn't get the big fish, as they say. Like you, you caught a bunch of small fish, but you you didn't get the big fish that you needed to to be able to Say to like hold up above your head. You didn't get to hold up the trophy. You didn't get to hold up the Super Bowl trophy, the Stanley Cup, or, uh, or whatever, the World Series trophy, NBA Finals. Like you, you didn't get to hold up the. You didn't win the game. Whenever, whenever it came down to it, you couldn't get the job done. You couldn't either win to get into the playoffs or win whenever it came down to the came down to the end. And there are many players sitting on that edge right now. I think Jimmy Butler is another one. Like there are players that are. Um, like they're sitting on the edge of getting into the Hall of Fame or not getting into the Hall of Fame. Like, and I feel like, th- like for a lot of these players, such as Jimmy B, Chris Paul, and um, Westbrook, just to name a few, I feel like this is going to be a just. Bradley Beal could be another one if he has a great career. They're gonna be like, yeah, he had a great career, but man, did the Wizards suck! Like he was great by himself, but man, the Wizards just—they were just weren't very good. Like, I mean, how do you let a guy in when his team just was simply not very good? Like he couldn't lead him to win. He couldn't lead him to a win. He couldn't lead him to a playoffs. Like, like those are the kind of things that these Hall of Fame, which they should. This is the kind of stuff that they should look at. But I feel like this is there's a and this is why all these guys like quote unquote ring chase, as I said, like because they they know how important it is to say to be able to hold above your head and say, hey, let me in. Why? Because I won the big one. Like I, whenever it came down to it, I was able to close the deal. Like I was able to get the deal done. And so I feel like that's a big reason why a lot of these people ring chase, which in some cases I feel like might be what Westbrook is doing now. I mean, obviously he wants to come back home, play in LA. He said that in his press conference too. But the importance that these that these committees are putting on ring just puts so much more um, emphasis on these guys ring chasing to make sure they can end their title, end their career in the NBA if it's a lengthy one, with at least saying they've at least won the big one at least once. Maybe, maybe not multiple times, but just to at least say you have that one, just to say you have that one, is so big when you're trying to get into the NBA um, Hall of Fame. With that said, I want to thank you all for listening to Season 2, Episode 67 of the Sports Run On Podcast.